Hey, it's Larry. Uh, Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Real quick, before we get into this episode, I had such an amazing, eye-opening, life-changing experience at the World Parkinson Congress in Kyoto that I want others to have that opportunity, too. So Becca Miller and I and 24 of our PD community friends have launched a year-long WPC Travel Grant Fundraiser. We're each doing a two-week Facebook fundraiser. Mine's underway right now because my birthday's January 9th. All the money raised will be used to help offset travel costs so more people with young-onset Parkinson's can attend the next WPC in Barcelona in 2022. You can search out details on the When Life Gives You Parkinson's Facebook page or donate directly to the WPC website. Go to wpc2022.org slash yopdfund. If you or your business would like to supply matching funds... Hey, good on you. Email me at parkinsonspot at curiouscast.ca. And now, on with the show. Well, it's time for another extra dosage episode of When Life Gives You Parkinson's. These are those in-between bits, special bonus content to get you through to the next full episode. I'm Larry Gifford, along with Nikki Reckmeyer. And today, we're taking you to the movies. Uh, The new music is a movie currently in production in Ireland, It's a musical drama revolving around the life of a pianist with young-onset Parkinson's and the punk band that changes his life. As a member of the band, Jodie has a duty to share everything with her bandmates, which are present, David and myself. She told us, Adrian. That you two had a wonderful night. That you have Parkinson's. So much delicacy, man. Does delicacy help? Does it? Ooh, it sounds cool. The film is being produced in association with Young Parkinson's Ireland. And we are privileged and excited to chat today with the writer and director, Kiera Viale, and lead actor of the film, Killian McElvoy. Hi, you guys. Hello. Hi there. Uh, Kiera, what was the inspiration for writing this movie? So um, I, I, I really love music. So um, to start with, I really wanted to make a film about how music can help and can create community and can, you know, probably sometimes change lives or make you look at things differently. And um, I thought about um, creating the story of someone who, for some reasons, can't play anymore. So I looked into, I did a little bit of research, and I bumped into um, Young Onset Parkinson's, and uh, I wasn't aware of it. I didn't know, I didn't know it existed at all. And um, I was particularly, um, in, you know, just particularly shocked by, you know, reading about it and reading about it being a rare disease. Um, and I lost my dad to MSA a few years ago, and he that that's another, you know, rare um neurological condition and de- degenerative and everything and so I, I really wanted to um, I really wanted to do something about it I really wanted to have the chance to discuss um, you know rare diseases in, into a movie and you know I I like I just kind of come it kind of happened to me as well you know I'm experiencing like seeing my dad feeling very isolated and um, alone into not having the chance to talk to people and connect to people who had the same condition. So um, I thought about um, then, you know, bringing, bringing this this idea into the film and putting these two things together. So this is not a documentary. This is a feature film. How did you come up with a story? It kind of like kind of came together. You know, I, I thought about having um, the main character being a pianist who is quite famous, classically trained. And um, so, you know, being diagnosed with with Parkinson's uh, means that he is he knows that he won't be able to play the piano, 
uh, that much, like, you know, especially to the levels he used to. So he runs away and comes to Dublin. Like, Dublin would be the biggest city in Ireland and blends in, tries to blend in, tries to um, hide his identity a bit and uh, comes across a band, a punk band. And the guys kind of show him a different, different approach to music. And so it just kind of happened. <laughs> Killian, did you know about young onset Parkinson's before you took this role as an actor? Um, no. Um, um, myself and Kiara, are, uh, uh, we've known each other for a while. So she kind of t- told me about it. I remember we were walking through, through Edinburgh and we, she was on, on her phone and she had this idea because it wasn't a feature ante first, it was only going to be 30 minutes. So I was kind of aware of this story, but I never realized that Young Onset uh, Parkinson's existed. I didn't know how common it was, which is, I guess, more surprising for me, because uh, we've met a good few people now through making this film and being an online presence. A load of people who who were in a similar situation to Adrian. So it's, it's very uh, eye-opening. So, yeah, so the what? film helped me see more. That, 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 that's really interesting. There's a lot of people in your situation that they're just discovering young onset Parkinson's. Yeah, I was diagnosed a year and a half, and people in my life were like, what? What is that? I thought that was an old person's disease. What What can you share about what you've learned through this process about young onset? I guess true discovering it as a character maybe is the most interesting way to, to answer it. Um, so, yeah, so being someone who was so aware about having such a big life, like for Adrian to be told these things, I can see how people can panic. And, you know, being a person as well who deals with mental health problems in his own life, uh, there, there was a way that I could kind of see how isolation can be, I don't know, formed in in Parkinson's especially, like how it's such a, a tight-knit group. Like I'm big into punk music, so I am, a, I guess, not, not a normal person, a part of the big society so isolated. So I had that in myself. Um, yeah, just, just that kind of feeling of, of how you can think that your life could be over and and this idea that there are people out there that are willing to be your friend and that people will love you no matter no matter what. That's kind of that's kind of what the film has helped me see that, you know, no matter what kind of thing you could face in the world, you are not alone. And I guess that's that's something that's very important. It sounds like you learned a lot uh, coming out of this role, but going into it how, how did you prepare to play a character with parkinson's um so my my main research would have been uh, using the michael j fox seminar websites um so what i wanted to do with that was i guess understand which which is obviously if people haven't listened to any of those lectures it's a, a doctor talking to a patient so i thought it was very interesting to understand the way a doctor looks at it and how a patient feels about it and then understand, I guess, the emotions uh, that are there for a person. So really take those ideas. And I wrote them all down, pages upon pages upon pages. And I took the words, the most important adjectives that I could think about, and I tried to apply them to each scene so that I could truthfully feel the way someone who has the disease feels. And then in terms of trying to show it physically, I didn't. And Chiara felt it was very important that it wasn't just showing someone shaking, which is what Apparently, a lot of other films have tried to do. It was more show the emotional side of things and the restriction and trying to fight and hide it. So I watched a few videos where I saw people that were trying their best to hide it. And Michael J. Fox even said when he was trying to hide it that he would cry and grab his arm or maybe st- stuff his fists in his pocket. 
So stuff like that, just like what I want is for people to who have the disease that they'll see it, but maybe people who don't understand it can't necessarily see it. So people can identify with Adrian, that kind of sense. Larry, do you find that? Do you think that often when Parkinson's is displayed in the media that it's usually just reduced down to that one symptom, the shaking? Well, it's the most visible symptom, but you know, not everybody with Parkinson's gets a tremor, so it's it's not the full story. And you know, ninety percent of what I deal with is internal, and the, the, from depression and anxiety to right. the, all those hidden symptoms we talked about in the last episode. So it's yeah, that that's really cool that you were able to sort of capture that essence of of what it's like to have Parkinson's. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, conversations with uh, Young Parkinson's Ireland in the process. Um, uh, Claire Connolly from Young Parkinson's Ireland read the scripts and we discussed it together. And, you know, we we really tried to make sure at each stage of the process that the image we were trying to, um, you know, to get to come across was truthful. Like that, that's been, and so far it is my, you know, my, my biggest concern. The, 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 the reason why we're making this film is to, you know, raise awareness. So, you know, it, it has to come. Like, yeah, I'm very happy that, you know, the, the Young Parkinson's Ireland has watched uh, the film progress so far all the way. And, and they really support us. So this is, for me, the most important thing. So how does your association with Young Parkinson's Ireland work? Um, so we so far, like what, what happened is like I'm as soon as I started writing the script, I got in touch with the association asking to meet and just kind of tell them what we wanted to do. Because my idea from the start was for this to be a nonprofit film for, you know, all raised funds and all possible, you know, potential profits to go to be devolved completely to the association. So this is a charity project. And I wanted like I wanted them, of course, to be aware of the fact that, you know, we wanted to go that way. So uh, we started meeting together. And uh, at the moment, like I'm, 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 you know, talking to them on a daily basis. And um, we got um, David Sangster from the UK. He got in touch with us, and he's a pianist, uh, an artist with with Young and Seth Parkinson's. So he's composing some original music for our soundtrack. And um, generally, we just like talk and chat. And I know it's loads about raising funds for the confection of the film. Maybe together, you know, try to you know do do things, you know and support each other like our, our idea is really you know to create a film that they'll be able to use and you know any any association will be able to use or screen or you know just kind of you know it's more of a tool and a means of expression so and you are kind of uh, mid or close to the end of the production cycle and you've started gofundme where you're raising money to complete the film but also it benefits young parkinson's ireland talk, talk about how that works yeah so basically where we are right now is we've filmed uh, everything. So we are in the post-production at the moment. Oh, um, so you don't need a young, handsome American to <laughs> just pop in there? And, uh, no, not no, no for that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the sequel, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were actually talking recently about, you know, the new music part two and part three in the future. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we are in post-production, mainly sound, uh, color grading and special effects at the moment. And so we do have a GoFundMe campaign uh, ongoing at the moment, and that's that's where we are, you know, trying to raise funds to help us out because, um, as you know, as you guys probably read, um, the film has no, we we are not a production company, and the film is no budget, completely self-funded. So um, we you know we're actually getting into the point where we need some funds going in so that you know we can ensure the quality of the film. 
So that that's how it works. And you know, we, we're already raising, to, you know, through the campaign, we're already raising twenty uh, percent to to go straight to YPI. And then after that, like after the complexion of the film, if 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 more than what we need was raised, and after the film gets released, um, you know, all profits are to go straight to them and fully. So the GoFundMe is gofundme.com slash the new music. And when the film comes out, how can people see it? So what we're trying to do is probably like, well, for a year, we're planning to go through all, all possible festivals we can get our hands on. So um, film festivals like here in Ireland, throughout Europe, hopefully as, as far as we can. So the States will be definitely somewhere we, we're hoping to get into. And then after the festival circuit, uh, we're hoping to get uh, some uh, distribution deal for the film so that it gets to you know travel as far as possible. And uh, but we'll kind of take it day by day. Let's see how it goes. So what else are we missing? Well, just like that we're that I'm personally extremely grateful for you know you know for everybody who was involved into this film because since the start this has been. It's, it being a no budget production, we've been working only with volunteers, so all actors, all the crew, um, everybody involved so far um, are volunteers, so we're working for way less than they would. So I want to thank everyone for being on board, and I want to thank everybody from YPI to trust us and to help us out with this, and and that I'm really grateful that we made it this far from just a simple idea. And I think it, you know, the, the film really looks amazing, and I'm really hoping that it will like you know, do what, what it's meant to do, then, you know, people will see it, it will get more, they, they will maybe, even just like me, like find out that young Parkinson's is a thing, that it exists. And, and maybe, you know, of course, like what I hope is for, you know, people with, you know, young Parkinson's who watch it to feel a bit less alone or feel there's, there's something out there that represents them. That's great. You're getting so much support. You know, among the volunteers that you just thanked is the band Intellectual from the Netherlands. Uh, they provided the song so much more to the film. I happen to have it right here, so let's take a little listen. We are not in it for the backstage band. Not for the girls, girls, girls. We are not in it for the after party. Or the big paycheck at the end of every Okay, here's a question for both of you. If Parkinson's was a person that you met on the street, what would you say to it? I don't know. It, it, it's it's really strange. Like, uh, like, like uh, I don't want to say I, I actually understand like like what it's like to have it, but like, like it's something that I, got, I I think before doing this film, like I wouldn't have known what to say. But I do feel now, like when I see it, like it's 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 a, like it's a kind of please don't don't feel like it's. It's the end, like a lot of people feel lost and alone and that, you know, people are nice. There's a lot of bad things happening in the world out there. And, and just know that you're not the only one that, that, that's feeling lost and afraid. We're all in this together. We're all just human. And hopefully things can get better. And if you need anything, hopefully, hopefully I can help. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with that. That's you know, summing it up. <laughs> well, Kieran, Killian, thank you guys so much for chatting with us. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having us. Thank you.
You know what's interesting, Nikki, mm. is uh, I took piano lessons uh, in college, and really? I loved to uh, tickle the ivories. And the other, I guess it was about six months ago, I sat down. You know, if there's a random piano anywhere, I like to sit down and go, <clears throat> yeah, crack my knuckles and <laughs> uh, take uh, take to it. And I, I realized that. my I couldn't keep up anymore. Oh. Like I hadn't tried it for a long time, and I'm like. Oh, I don't have that rhythm anymore. <laughs> so, oh no! So my left hand was way ahead of my right hand. It was really disappointing. So I mean, it's a, it's a it's a real thing that the piano players are that with Parkinson's are probably just frustrated. Out you know, for me, I was just casual amateur. You know, that'd be something really interesting to discuss in a future episode, Larry. And for anyone who has Parkinson's who is a musician, I'd love for them to reach out and contact us. I'd be curious to know how musicians who have Parkinson's are affected by the disease. Oh, that would be really cool. Why don't you uh, jot us a note at parkinsonspod at curiouscast.ca. And that's your extra dosage. As always, very grateful to have our friends at Parkinson Canada as a partner for the podcast. And you can learn more about them at parkinson.ca. On the next episode of When Life Gives You Parkinson's. I'm uh, walking to the Parkinson Society of British Columbia, where I have my monthly support group for newly diagnosed Parkinson's patients. When I get into a stressful situation, my outward Parkinson's... uh, Symptoms are exacerbated. I had a bad, bad time with tremors, and I couldn't watch hockey games. It drove me crazy because I'd get excited in the hockey game, and pretty soon my arm's just going crazy. Maybe it can be a good excuse for things. Yeah, it can be. It's not a good excuse. <laughs> this is not just tremor. This is not just uh, stiffness. This is a whole life-encompassing problem. Having that support group of people that you can bounce ideas off of makes a big difference. Thank you for listening. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this right now. And when you're there, please give the show a rating and feel free to comment as well. And tell your friends about the show. You can tag us at Parkinson's Pod on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or you can jot us a note, Parkinson's Pod at CuriousCast.ca. Keep positive. Keep exercising. And keep listening. We'll talk to you next time. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.